subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. Another bank's in hot water and this time it's what should be an institution synonymous with global financial stability. Credit Suisse is borrowing the equivalent of nearly £45 billion from Switzerland's central bank in the hope of calming jitters as its share value tumbles and then bounced back. The Credit Suisse crisis follows a week of jitters in the global banking sector after the collapse of three US banks, Silicon Valley, Signature and Silvergate. So how concerned should consumers be about their savings and current accounts? And is it 2008 all over again or something completely different with a system that's better able to cope? We should all be very concerned about what's happened over the last week. We've said that the government need to look urgently at the impact of rapidly rising interest rates on financial stability. That's Shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeves speaking on LBC. We know the Bank of England has held emergency talks with global counterparts to assess the impact of the Credit Suisse fallout. To analyse the detail, we're joined by Susanna Streeter, Head of Money and Markets at Hargreaves Lansdowne. Susanna, what have been the issues with Credit Suisse and what's the wider context? The problems with Credit Suisse have been bubbling under the surface for some time. It has made... Um, some uh, really difficult investment decisions was ensnared in the Archigold's capital uh, collapse and also the Greenshill uh, bankruptcy in the UK. It's been beset by problems, uh, but it started a turnaround strategy and it raised capital late last year to try and shore up its financial buffers. The problem was on Tuesday, it also said that actually it had found some material problems in the way it reported its accounts. And then soon after that, on Wednesday, we heard from one of its investors who had snapped up shares 
uh, when it did that equity raise to say that they weren't prepared, that was Saudi National Bank, to put in any more money. Now, this led to real concerns that deposits could be flying out the door at Credit Suisse. They have been for some time. The worry is that that situation was escalating. And then confidence already took a knock and investors starting leaving uh, Credit Suisse in droves and its share price fell 30%. And that led to the Swiss National Bank stepping in and offering this financial lifeline of $54 billion. Swiss banking synonymous with security. How come Credit Suisse has found itself in such trouble? Credit Suisse is one of the institutions around the world deemed too big to fail just because of the size of the assets um, that it manages. But certainly it has made some problematic decisions over the past few years. And some of those decisions have really come back to bite. And that's why it's found itself in this more precarious situation. And at a time when there is heightened nervousness across the banking sector about the stability of um, banks' balance sheets, really, because of the problems that we've had at Silicon Valley Bank, when it's a big loan losses uh, were realised because it had to sell off chunks of its bond portfolios as its depositors from the tech industry were withdrawing cash and deposits really, really quickly. So it found itself short. And that is why, effectively, it became insolvent. And if you then have fresh evidence that perhaps depositors are pulling out their money really quickly, as well as there being a loss of confidence in how a bank is run, that's when you may run into problems. And that certainly happened with Credit Suisse. What safeguards have been put in place since 2008? Yes, safeguards have been put in place, particularly for those bigger banks. And actually, Credit Suisse had been building up its capital buffers. And so have many other banks around the world. They are in a much better situation than they were before the financial crisis. The Bank of England carries out stress checks on on banks. In its latest financial stability report, it said that it judged that uh, they were not at risk and were well capitalised to deal with any further economic fallout. Um, And also uh, remember as well that um, actually there's been some inflows into these banks as uh, worries have risen about perhaps the precariousness of some smaller niche banks. And so actually, rather than seeing deposits exit, other banks have seen deposits flow in as the banking crisis um, appears to have taken off. This isn't a banking crisis like 2008. Um, However, there is still considered to be weakness among some smaller banks in particular. And this is partly because some of the controls that were in place after the financial crisis were rolled back for these smaller banks under the Trump administration, which meant they didn't have to undergo such rigorous stress tests. And now it seems the chickens may be coming home to roost for them. But I have to stress, for other bigger banks, they do look inherently stable. How's the European Central Bank and the markets been responding? It was rumoured that uh, The ECB was contacting different banks around the world to find out their exposure to Credit Suisse. So certainly these moves uh, made by the Swiss National Bank to offer this lifeline have really been greeted by relief. We've seen indices across Europe move back into the green uh, this morning. And I think certainly some measure of uh, stability has been brought back into the financial system. 
let's go to the ads coming up. What's the risk to your cash from this week's banking chaos? Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome back. Susanna, how much does social media fuel the amplification and contagion in these circumstances? I don't think it's played such a major role as it has, for example, um, when we've had issues like the meme stop craze, um, when you have social media influencers in forums online talking up the price of stocks, seeing retail investors pile in and then get burnt. What we're seeing more here is actually um, it's it's more among investors who are watching in a, almost a traditional way on um, the kind of market news systems developments happening. That's not to say that actually there might not have been a social media influence because we hear that, for example, WhatsApp groups were set up by some tech founders who became very concerned that their money could be at risk. And because of that, they may have withdrawn their money out more quickly. However, it's very, I think it's too early to say, and I don't think the risk of social media amplifying these movements has been as great as um, other trends we've seen. What's the risk to people's current accounts and savings with all these wobbles? I really need to stress that the risks of systemic failure are low due to more diversified assets that larger banks rely on. They've got greater capital buffers, their deposits are more stable, and uh, certainly their buffers have been built up since the financial crisis. Um, and also, of course, remember that um, those banks with a banking license um, in the UK, for example, um, they ensure if they have this banking license that they are covered by the financial services compensation scheme it's an independent organization set up by parliament that can step in to pay compensation if authorized firms like a bank fail and the limit is eighty-five thousand pounds deposits per person per banking license and that that is key as well because there are lots of different brands of banks out there so it could be that actually a number of different brand share the same banking license so it might be worth checking um if you do have a lot of money uh, saved up that uh, the say two or three accounts that you you put your money into aren't under the same banking license but eighty-five thousand pounds per account is still a pretty hefty sum and for a joint account that rises to one hundred and seventy thousand pounds so i really do think it should 
um, really reassure uh, the average saver uh, that their savings are safe. Finally, Susanna, on the budgets, what's your view on the winners and losers? Certainly there were sweeteners in that budget, particularly aimed at getting more women uh, back into the workforce by offering support for childcare. And that certainly uh, must be commended because it really does hold women back in particular because they are the ones who are more likely to give up their jobs because they're already on a lower salary. And that has a big impact for their pay, investment and pension gaps, which are widening in society. But broadly, because we are still have got these Um, income tax thresholds frozen and also tax is rising, it does mean that actually there wasn't a lot for a great many people in that budget. It still doesn't really go very far to try and tackle the the cost of living crisis. There was a little bit of help in terms of uh, energy bills, but really uh, those bills are still excruciatingly high. And as far as inflation is concerned, there are some elements of that budget that actually could be seen as potentially a little bit inflationary if you give more money uh, back into the pockets of more wealthier uh, pensioners, for example. Um, they're able to save a lot more towards um, their pensions. They could stay working for longer that could ease uh, some of the problems within the labour market. But it certainly does mean that they'll have higher savings piled up to spend uh, later on in life. Um, It's very difficult as well to really strip out where there is real grounds for sustained growth going forward. There were a few tax incentives, but corporation tax is still going up to 25%. more on the story in the evening standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk that's the leader we're back on friday at 4 p.m <laughs>